0: Did you know that Jesus was Jewish?
1: You might be asking, what does that mean for your Christian faith? Watch today and discover how understanding the Jewish roots of your faith and your connection to Israel and the Jewish people can transform your life and the way you read the Bible. Coming up
0: on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Jonathan Burness. My co-host Ezra Benjamin is with me again today as we open a discussion on whether or not the church is ready for the return of the Messiah. Let me ask you, are you ready for the Messiah to return because he is coming back and I believe he's coming back soon? Now here's another question, would Jesus even recognize the church as it is today? Ezra, you have a lot to say about this, and I, I want you to unpack this, because sure. you've been giving this a
1: lot of thought. So I have, I have. Take it you away. Know, and and the, the core thought, really, Jonathan, is I'm, I'm realizing more and more as I read Romans and read the Old Testament and the New Testament alike, that uh, what we don't always uh, give a lot of emphasis to, and we should, is that the fullness of the Gentiles, or God's full heart and plans for believers from every nation is inextricably linked to this other scriptural promise of the salvation of all Israel. And here at Jewish Voice Ministries, we're committed for 55 years and counting now to reaching Jewish people and their neighbors with the gospel. Yeah, let's reference this so people yeah. understand the context. Romans fullness, eleven twenty-six.
0: Yeah, let's put it up because this is an important point. The fullness of the Gentiles. Right. It actually says here that the blindness will come off of the eyes of the Jewish people. That's right. Which presupposes that... God has not finished with the Jewish people or replaced Absolutely. them, that the blindness will come off of their eyes. So there's a spiritual blindness right. covering, the, covering their eyes now that keep them from recognizing who Jesus is, that mm-hmm. he's the Jewish Messiah. Mm-hmm. And it connects it to the fullness of the Gentiles coming in. That's What right. does that mean?
1: That's right. Well, I think you know the word there in, in the Greek, in the language that this, this uh, book to the Romans was written in, is Pleroma. And it doesn't mean a numeric fullness. You know, sometimes we, we get the wrong idea, right? And it's like God's up in heaven with one of those amusement park clickers. And when he gets to the right click for the Gentiles, okay, now it's time to, to deal with Israel to save, to save uh, the Jewish people. That's not the idea. But it's very commonly understood that it way. Is. And, and then in it, several translations say the full number. Right. But if we look at the Greek word, what it really means is almost, if you can envision like a cornucopia, A full abundance. Now, there's a quantitative factor to it as well, but what Paul's really saying is when the full abundance of God's heart and plans for the nations, right? Because God so loved the world, Jew and Gentile alike, that he gave his only begotten son, so that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And so when the fullness, the full abundance of God's heart and intentions for the nations, in essence, a remnant of believers from every people, tribe, and tongue, uh, is is realized, then we get to this point where we see the full realization of God's heart for Israel, which, as Paul shares, is that they might be saved, that they okay, might come to so the knowledge of Jesus. We'll,
0: I want to come back to this idea of abundance and yeah. have you unpack that more. Sure. How does that connect to someone watching right now that heard us say when we started the program, mm-hmm.
1: Jesus is coming back. Are you ready? Well, let me ask you a question. We'll look eye to eye for a minute. Do, Do you care about the return of Jesus? And of course the answer, I hope you're standing up from your sofa and saying, absolutely, of course I do. You know, I'm giving my life to see Jesus come back in my lifetime. Amen. But what we need to look at scripturally, and Jonathan, what we spend so much time on this program unpacking is, what does it take for that to happen? right? There's some things scripturally, Old Testament and New Testament, the prophets saw it, Jesus confirmed it, Paul talked about it in his letters, some things that need to be true before Jesus is coming back, coming that second time to rule and reign. One of them is we know that the gospel has to be proclaimed to all nations, right? We know that a time of intense Trial and tribulation has to come. But there's also this element of the fullness of the Gentiles and an increasing testimony of salvation among the Jewish people. These things have to happen before the return of Jesus. And a real challenging question is, you know, we know that, that God's omniscient, he's omnipotent, right? He's very aware of the state of his people, of the state of Israel and of the state of the church. But If Jesus somehow, after he ascended to be with the Father, disappeared for 2,000 years and came back today, would he recognize what he saw in in the, if you will, the ecclesia, the body of believers worldwide? And I think, Jonathan, Paul's dealing with that in Romans. We're going to spend the balance of our time looking at Romans 11 today on this idea as as the majority of believers in the known world midway through the first century are no longer Jewish, they're Gentile. And Paul's speaking to a predominantly Gentile audience in the book of Romans, saying, Make no mistake, though you're now the majority, I want to talk to you about this olive tree whose root is Israel. This
0: is such an important topic because it's connected to you. That's right. If you want to see Jesus return. That's right. Ezra, I think we get so distracted Hmm. uh, in the body. Looking at the sign of the times as all of the negative things that are going to happen right that the growth of wickedness natural disasters the emergence of the antichrist Mm. and so on the mark of the beast Instead of focusing on what God wants to do with his people in the midst of darkness He wants activity to take place within the body in other words, we get brighter and brighter and brighter and that's part right. of that is
1: what you're talking about here. That's right, that's right. Th- this,
0: this this abundance, this fullness.
1: Right. It's almost like in, in every generation we want to see more fruit being put in the cornucopia. Of, of, of the fullness of what God wants to do among Israel and among the nations. And you're absolutely right. I mean, is there, is there a place to understand that difficult times are ahead and to understand that there's trial and tribulation in the world and increasing opposition against the message of Jesus? Yes, but if we camp only there, we're missing what Paul was pointing to, what the prophets saw, is that the kingdom of God, though it begins as a mustard seed, is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and brighter and more powerful and God's people, Jew and Gentile alike, are going to walk in increasing levels of victory. That's what we should be
0: focusing on. Listen, I understand that we need to to to, to operate as if the end is near. I understand that we need to understand the times, yeah. but God has a destiny for you and a destiny for the church, and that is to grow in power, grow in authority, grow in abundance and fulfill a destiny that he's ordained for
1: us as a people before the foundation of the world. Jonathan, you've put a lot of time and work into explaining some of the things that have to happen before the return of Yeshua. A rabbi looks at the last days. What I love about this is it deals with the difficult passages of Scripture, the, the times of darkness, the times of trial and tribulation, but it's also full of the awesome exploits of the kingdom that God is going to do through his people between now and the return of Jesus.
0: We just updated this, by the way. Right. You can't get it on Amazon. It's a hardcover version made specially for us. It's still warm. Mm-hmm. Feel it. It's That's hot right. off the press. Uh, and it's a whole different perspective of the last days, Ezra. That's right. The The, the typical things that are focused on uh, I, I'm not saying they're not relevant and they're not true, but they're very unclear. But but there's very clear things. It's very clear in Scripture that the gospel is to be proclaimed to every nation. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. It's very clear that God is going to restore uh, the Jewish people back to their land and back to themselves. That's happening now. It's not oh, just an event in 1948. That's right. How do we understand that? Uh, what about God's a commitment to the salvation of Israel and removing the blindness and the idea that that brings life from the dead Amen. I go into all that in the book we don't have time for today but I try to lay it out in detail right there's lots that needs to happen still and here's the good news you get to be involved you don't Amen. have to sit at home and worry what's gonna happen to me I don't have anything relevant to say you sure do and it's in the book In addition, something else we want to uh, get to you, a resource, is this mezuzah. Now, inside is what matters. There's a scroll that actually has the words of Torah, you shall love the Lord with all your heart, soul, and strength. And then what we call the vahafta that you are uh, commanded to write this on the doorposts of your house. Why is this important? Because this is a welcome invitation for a Jewish neighbor or coworker. They see this, and you're gonna provoke them to jealousy. They see this, this mezuzah on your door. It's, a, it's like a welcome mat for them. And we don't sell resources. We provide these resources as a way of saying, thank you for standing with us in our mission to proclaim the good news to the Jew first around the world. Help us to do that by becoming a Shalom partner. We need your help, they need your help. Here's how to get involved.
2: from the discussion today, you can see why understanding the details in scripture is so important in knowing your role as a believer during this critical moment in history. Jonathan's book, A Rabbi Looks at the Last Days, offers a unique perspective of the end times from the viewpoint of a Messianic believer and scholar. As you support Jewish voice outreaches with a one-time gift of $40, you'll receive this updated hardcover edition. In it, Jonathan unpacks the mysteries of current events and reveals how prophecies are being fulfilled right now. In addition to this amazing book, we'll also include this beautiful mezuzah, to place on the doorpost of your home. It is a wonderful visual reminder of your faith and of God's promise of protection over you and your family. Would you consider joining Jonathan and Jewish Voice as a new monthly Shalom Partner? As you do, you'll be providing the ongoing support needed for this ministry to continue the outreaches which are truly transforming lives in need. As you make an ongoing commitment and become a new Shalom Partner with a gift of just $30 today, will include this beautifully woven Afghan throw, boldly declaring the words of Psalm 122. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May those who love you be at peace. May there be shalom within your walls. It will be a constant reminder in your home of your commitment to Israel and the Jewish people. Make sure to request the Engaging Believers Package when you contact us today. Jonathan wants to get all these resources into your hands right away as you help us share the Gospel, change lives through medical care, and give the gift of hope.
0: Every time I'm here and I see the abject poverty, I'm reminded that we live in a fallen world, a world where there's still pain, where there's still suffering, where there's still sickness and disease. That day will end when the Messiah returns, but until that time we have been called to make a difference, to repair the world, to olam, as it says in Hebrew, one life at a time. That's what we're doing here. The need seems endless. It's so great. But one by one, we're making a difference. That's
2: how it works call the 800 number on the screen and let our representative know which level of giving you would like to participate in. If you prefer, you can always choose to give securely online at jewishvoice.tv. You can also donate by mailing your gift to the address on the screen. We are excited to provide you with these valuable resources and we're so thankful for your generous support of Jewish Voice and for making a difference for so many through your sacrifice. Now let's rejoin Jonathan and Ezra.
0: Our ministry is about reaching the lost, reaching Jewish people with the gospel and providing the care they need through medical care, clean water, anything they need to, to show them that we love them. And you can be part of that on a monthly basis. So thank you for those who are monthly Shalom Partners. And please know your ongoing support to this ministry is valued, greatly valued. Ezra, take it away. Talk to us about how the church differs sure. from the expectation that um, Jesus
1: may have uh, as a Jew returning. Well, I want to spend the balance of our time, Jonathan, looking at what Paul has to say about that. And he uses this image, maybe it's a bit mysterious for you as you read it, this image of an olive tree and it's in Romans 11. We quoted a few minutes ago Romans 11:26, 26, and we've been talking about this abundance, right, this increasing authority and victory and power and confidence that the, that the ecclesia, the body of believers, Jew and Gentile alike, is to have this fullness, this full abundance, almost like a cornucopia. But there's another fullness using a different word in the Greek that I want to look at, and it has everything to do with what Paul was telling these predominantly non-Jewish believers in Rome that the body of believers the church if you will needed to look like Paul was very clear on this and he uses the picture of an olive tree so I want to back up in Romans chapter 11 and let's look at verse 16 and 17 here it says Paul says to the Roman believers if the first fruit is holy so is the whole batch of dough and if the root is holy so are the branches But if some branches were broken off and you, being a wild olive, were grafted in among them and became a partaker of the root of the olive tree with its richness, don't boast against the branches. But if you do boast, it's not you who support the root, but the root supports you. And Jonathan, the word there in Greek for richness is literally like a fatness. So Paul's saying to these to these non-Jewish believers, understand that Jesus didn't show up on the scene and invent a new religion called Christianity. Jesus showed up on the scene as the one who came for the lost sheep of the house of Israel and the savior of the whole world. The ultimate sacrificial love expression of the father planned before time began And he's inviting non-Jewish people into a tree whose fatness is God's history with Israel and the Jewish people. So Ezra, these are Christians. These are Gentile
0: Christians who are being told by Paul that you have become partakers of the fatness, meaning the blessings that's right. as I
1: understand it right? That's right that are passed on through Abraham, that's Isaac right. and Jacob. This abundance and what are those blessings? It's covenant promises. It's God's promise that I'll never leave you nor forsake you. It's his promise that I've inscribed you on the palms of my hands. It's his promise that every promise I make to you I'm going to keep because I'm the ultimate promise keeper. It's his promise that though you sold yourself for nothing into sin, without money I've redeemed you. By the blood of my son I've redeemed you and I'm inviting you as a son or daughter into my kingdom and we could go on and on so it's the basis
0: for the promises of healing and that's deliverance right. and 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 uh, and provision, provision right? protection all of these things are inherited promises that's right uh, for Christians now and I think of Ephesians you were at one time a far off right for strangers and aliens now you've been brought into this Commonwealth that's right not to replace them right right you're not a replacement for the Jewish people, but you've been grafted into that, I love that,
1: to this, to this fat. To the fatness, that fat To this root. nourishment. Right, and very practically, right, Yeshua says, Jesus says, I'm the vine and you're the branches. You can do nothing apart from me. Paul's pulling on a similar agricultural idea here, right? If a branch gets proud and says, I don't need the root, that branch is going to die, though it's been grafted in into the fatness, into the abundance of this olive tree who's Israel, Paul's almost, Jonathan, he's warning this, this predominantly Gentile church, saying, don't forget the root that you've it's been amazing. grafted into. This, is re- this really
0: predates what became historic replacement theology. Exactly. And yet Paul's giving the warning. He sees it ahead. That's right. And he says, don't boast against the natural branches. That's you're, right. We're connect- You're connected to them.
1: That's right. That's and good. I think you know, what's interesting is a friend of ours, a mutual friend, says that the, the disciples, the apostles probably could not have imagined a day when it wasn't understood in the body of believers that Jesus was the Jewish Messiah, that he was a Jew, that he is a Jew, And that the first disciples were Jewish and that the root of the olive tree was Jewish. And yet, Jonathan, over the centuries, that was somehow little by little stripped away. And it's almost like those wild olive branches got together and said, you know what? We don't want to be an olive tree. We want to be a fig tree. But that doesn't change the reality that the root is Israel. So So let me restate that.
0: They never, they never, it was never in their mind. They never comprehended. That's right. A faith, a, a, a faith in Messiah That was separated from the culture and heritage in his
1: history with Israel. Israel. That's exactly right. And it's almost, you know, Paul, of course, is full of the spirit here. And I think as much as this was a message for the Roman church, it's a message for us today. Paul's saying, in essence, Paul's continuing to speak to the ecclesia, to the body today, saying Jesus came first for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And don't forget the story and the history and the promises. And if you will, the people. Don't forget the people that you've been grafted into. That's so good. Ezra, one example of, of disconnect.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're, something that Jesus would say would be surprised about. Hmm.
1: I mean, he's not surprised because he knows what's going on. But an example of misalignment. Yeah, well, one is, and we hear this all the time, Jonathan, people say, well, if a Jewish person wants to convert to Christianity, they can. But otherwise, they're cut off from God. Jesus never used the language, convert to Christianity. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life promised by the forefathers, seen by Moses, seen by the prophets, come to me. Ezra, we are
0: tackling a huge issue now. It is. We're only going to cover a small amount. We have some resources that will really help you to understand more deeply the things we're talking about. One is a book that we, yeah. we... I just re-released this. This is hot off the press. It is. It's Only hard available, available here, actually. Only. You can't, can't get, get it this on release Amazon.
1: on Amazon or anywhere else. Uh, Jonathan, what I love about this is it not only talks about what has to be true in order for Jesus to return, or that, that period of time before he returns, what we call the, lo- the last days, but also how you as a Christian, participate in that, how God wants to use you during this time, not just to survive and make it till Jesus comes back or to be raptured, but to participate with him in the glorious things that he wants to do in the earth. Ezra, a warning, okay? Yeah. There's lots and lots of books on the last days. This is a
0: different paradigm. Hmm. This deals more with the very specific things that are not apocryphal, they're not hidden, hmm. but they're very clear statements mostly by Jesus, by Jesus himself, but the prophets as well. This must happen before the end. One example, the gospel has to be proclaimed to every ethnos, to every nation, before the end comes. That's super clear. Very clear. Cool. And we, there's many other things that are very clear that I point out in the last days. So don't expect uh, to find out who the Antichrist is or, or the mark of the beast. I don't deal with those things. I deal with a very practical, clear list that uh, we're told laid out in the scriptures. So uh, I really encourage you to get that. It's a resource that will help you. Also, we're talking about the faith, what's become Christianity, being recognizable to Jewish people. I can't think of a better thing than to put a mezuzah on your door.
1: Yeah, inside a mezuzah, Jonathan, is what's called in Hebrew the via hafta, and that means literally, and you shall love. Remember, Jesus said when he's questioned by the Jewish leaders, the scribes, what's the greatest commandment? He says, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And that's true for all of us, Jew and Gentile alike it's as a, It's like
0: a welcome mat for a Jewish co-worker, or neighbor, right. so it's, it's, and it's biblical. It's, it's, it's a great thing to do. Uh, these are resources. We don't sell them. We sow them into your life as you sow into this ministry to help us to reach Jewish people in need with, their, with uh, the gospel, with uh, practical needs. We help their neighbors as well. You can make a difference. So I want to encourage you to invest and become a Shalom partner today. Help us monthly. Every dollar will be used to expand the kingdom of God and bring the gospel to the Jew first. Here's how to get involved.
2: From the discussion today, you can see why understanding the details in scripture is so important in knowing your role as a believer during this critical moment in history. Jonathan's book, A Rabbi Looks at the Last Days, offers a unique perspective of the end times from the viewpoint of a Messianic believer and scholar. As you support Jewish Voice Outreaches with a one-time gift of $40, you'll receive this updated hardcover edition. In it, Jonathan unpacks the mysteries of current events and reveals how prophecies are being fulfilled right now. In addition to this amazing book, we'll also include this beautiful mezuzah to place on the doorpost of your home. It is a wonderful visual reminder of your faith and of God's promise of protection over you and your family. Would you consider joining Jonathan and Jewish Voice as a new monthly Shalom Partner? As you do, you'll be providing the ongoing support needed for this ministry to continue the outreaches which are truly transforming lives in need. As you make an ongoing commitment and become a new Shalom Partner with a gift of just $30 today, will include this beautifully woven Afghan throw, boldly declaring the words of Psalm 122. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May those who love you be at peace. May there be shalom within your walls. It will be a constant reminder in your home of your commitment to Israel and the Jewish people. Make sure to request the Engaging Believers Package when you contact us today. Jonathan wants to get all these resources into your hands right away as you help us share the gospel, change lives through medical care, and give the gift of hope. Every time I'm
0: here and I see the abject poverty, I'm reminded that we live in a fallen world, a world where there's still pain, where there's still suffering, where there's still sickness and disease. That day will end when the Messiah returns. But until that time, we have been called to make a difference, to repair the world, to olam. As it says in Hebrew, one life at a time. That's what we're doing here. The need seems endless. It's so great. But one by one, we're making a difference. That's how it
2: works call the 800 number on the screen and let our representative know which level of giving you would like to participate in. If you prefer, you can always choose to give securely online at jewishvoice.tv. You can also donate by mailing your gift to the address on the screen. We are excited to provide you with these valuable resources, and we're so thankful for your generous support of Jewish voice and for making a difference for so many through your sacrifice. Now, let's rejoin Jonathan and Ezra.
0: We want to take the last moments to pray for you and the needs of your family. Listen, there is a blessing connected to blessing Israel that you can uh, apply to your family, to the salvation of your family, to, to divine provision, to prosperity, actually, in, this, in the biblical sense, shalom, completion, wholeness, Ezra, all those promises are available. Just, Amen. Would you lead us together? Because the Bible says where two or three agreed on earth is touching anything,
1: it shall be done. That's right. So just agree with us wherever you're watching today. Lord, we thank you that your word over us is abundance is fullness lord. and we pray for and we invite your abundance and your fullness into the circumstances of our lives yes. into the circumstances of our loved ones those who are far from you lord would you overcome them with your merciful love and kindness and bring abundance and fullness into their lives and lord we bless those watching today and thank you that you're not only giving a love for jewish things you're giving them by your spirit a love for jewish people as you explain yes. the fullness of your heart's desire you, for lord. them we pray these things in Yeshua's name.
0: Amen, amen. And I speak shalom into amen. your life. I speak the peace of God that passes all understanding. I break the spirit of fear that's come into your home through all of the bad news, through the, the, the reports of this pandemic never coming to an end. I speak life and I amen. speak the peace of God over you in the name of Yeshua, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you'd like more information about our minister, you can log on to jewishvoice.tv. And there's so many helpful resources there. Uh, And you can send your prayer request on the website to us. Uh, We want you to know that we care for you, that we'll pray for your needs by name Mm -hmm. specifically, uh, because we believe God loves you. He does, and he will hear your prayers. So thank you 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 for your support of Jewish Voice around the world. And as I close the program, we want to remind you to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122.6 says, may they prosper who love thee. A special thanks to Ezra for joining me again today. And until next time, both of us wish you shalom, peace, in the name of Yeshua, Jesus.